Imagine your customers' orders getting entered without any human interruptions, meaning they get processed and out the door as soon as possible. Today, we have Esker's first customer guest on the show to talk about their experience with Esker and why they are seeking touchless order entry. The customer is Skytron, which is a distribution and manufacturing company who has been providing reliable medical equipment for over 40 years. I'm Scott Leahy, and this is Esker On Air. Today, I'd like to welcome back Nick Carpenter, Business Development Manager here at Esker, and a big welcome to Dave Sturkenberg, Director of Fulfillment and Logistics at Skytron. So Dave, Nick, welcome to the podcast. How's how's everyone doing today? Great. Good afternoon. Excellent. Good to be here. And Dave, thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to share what you were working on. It's a great story. No problem. Well, Dave, um, I'll start with you. Would you mind giving us a quick overview and history of Skytron as a company? Sure, Scott. Um, Skytron was founded in 1972. An opportunity came up in our business. Uh, Prior to that, our owner was involved in the motorcycle business, and he was working with Kawasaki Motors. And Kawasaki Motors was buying out all the independent distributors. And through that relationship, they had a connection with a supplier in Japan that was looking for distribution in the United States of surgical products. So our beginnings actually started with a connection through the motorcycle business and uh, developed into the first surgical light and surgical tables being distributed in the United States back in 1972 through different two different suppliers in Japan. Since then, we have expanded our business. Uh, we think of ourselves as a solutions provider for operating rooms primarily. We currently distribute everything out of Grand Rapids, Michigan for surgical lighting, surgical tables, and uh, and surgical booms. And I had uh, mentioned your role a little bit ago, but could you kind of expand, you know, what does that role look like? What do you do there? Uh, what departments do you oversee, get involved with, things like that? Sure. As director of uh, fulfillment and logistics, I have two departments that are reporting up through me. One is the customer service team. And they are responsible for all of the order processing. Uh, All the orders that come in get processed in through uh, various channels. Mostly email is coming in to us. That department is split into two groups. One group that handles all the capital equipment and one group that handles what we describe as the parts order part of our business. So while we are a capital equipment provider, all that capital equipment does need service and it does need other Uh, products to support it, some which are consumables. All of that business we kind of define as the parts uh, side of the business. Also procurement is reporting up through me uh, through another department. And so that department is responsible for all of the purchasing. And the last part of it is uh, the planning for all of the items that we do some light assembly kind of manufacturing products. Sounds like a lot of moving parts there. Yes, it is. There's uh, always something uh, that needs to be done. And yeah, it's uh, a lot of things that are being worked on every day. Well, we're, we're here today to mainly talk about uh, e-commerce and, and touchless order entry. And, and you've used Esker before this. How did you hear about Esker and what originally brought you to us? 
Yeah, so we started on a journey to investigate the best way to kind of help customers uh, with their with their various uh, connections to Skytron. So it started really from the group purchasing organizations were starting to request and mandate that we have some sort of EDI channel. And what we realized when we started exploring that option was that EDI really would only provide a solution for a subset of all of our customers. There were still plenty of other customers that didn't have the availability to have an EDI channel. And therefore we thought, well, let's look at a solution that can handle both uh, of the uh, requirements. In other words, can we do some processing in an electronic fashion that would satisfy both a small rural hospital that doesn't have access to EDI, as well as the large metropolitan hospitals that have a more sophisticated purchasing system. And Dave, I think at the time you guys were, you know, it was a 0% unemployment market. You know, you were looking to kind of use technology to complement the humans that you had in your business as potentially a way to kind of offset some of those labor uh, or hiring challenges, if I recall correctly. Was that Yes, that was also part of it is there is a uh, quite a learning curve to the role. We are supporting products that probably go back 20 years. So you can imagine the large number of SKUs that they're responsible for understanding and for processing orders. We have a fairly complex order process and we were finding it quite challenging to live through that learning curve because it's very difficult to have error-free orders when you're in that learning curve, right? So we recognize we had some challenges with the number of errors that we were creating, as well as requiring, looking for a solution that would allow us to satisfy the customer needs. And so this was a, a great solution and really the only one that we could see that would provide uh, a solution for both. So that's kind of how we started the journey about four years ago. And a common theme that, that we've been talking about lately here, um, you know, many companies are facing supply chain disruptions. What sort of large scale or, or macro challenges have has Skytron been facing in the last couple of years? Yeah, really the last couple of years have been super challenging. I know we're not the only industry impacted by COVID, but um, in our industry, because we import most of our product, we're affected by two things. One is supply chain challenges. So that are affecting all markets, right? Whether it be lack of raw material for our suppliers to make product or electronics, like there's a lot of electronic issues uh, all over the world with chip shortages. And that has created some supply challenges for our suppliers. But even bigger problem that we still continue to have is once our supplier produces the product, getting it to the Midwest here has been a, a very big challenge logistically. So anyone who's watching the news is well aware of the challenges with getting ships in through the harbor. Everything comes in through the West Coast somewhere, whether it be Long Beach, whether it be Seattle, uh, or even Vancouver. It's coming in the West Coast. That creates a log jam that starts with getting it off the ship, onto a rail, and then onto a train to the Midwest. Um, where we then have to wait for chassis to be available and drivers to get it up here to Michigan. So it's been super challenging. Uh, what used to be about a four-week transit time once it sailed has now turned into about a 10-week transit time 
once it sails. But we're finding that booking can take up to three weeks from the time that product is actually made available. So getting a vessel out of Japan in particular has been very challenging for us. Uh, Dave, you're absolutely not alone. Um, it seems like every, these days everybody is is dealing with some sort of supply chain disruption. And I think, you know, what what we've heard and heard just this week was was one leader was saying, I'm looking across the entire business trying to find out anywhere where I can fine tune and reduce some of the busy work on the team because not only is our cost to serve up because there's so much more uh, rising costs in those transportation costs, there's also a lot more work to be done. Customer service reps are touching the orders a few different times, trying to update you know, those scheduled ship dates. Um, and they may be dealing with an influx of inquiries from customers saying, where's my order? Um, and and it's it's it seems to be something everybody's facing these days. Yeah, that's very true, Nick. Um, where we used to be able to enter an order and and perhaps schedule it for shipment uh, at a date in the future, we're now having to touch that same order three or four times because of the disruption in uh, supply chain and logistics. Right, we have to there, there there'll be a delay announced by the supplier multiple times. And so that means touching each line on every order multiple times, which is consuming a lot of uh, the internal resources. And so I understand that you're looking at e-commerce touchless order entry as a solution right now. So I'll flip this over to Nick. For the listener, could you maybe expand a little bit on what exactly that is? Absolutely. I mean, I think you know, Dave's what Dave's strategy was, you know, they had been using Esker for a few years. And as they were using it, they were looking to uh, capitalize on the original original business case objectives by driving towards touchless transactions. Um, and as they were continuing to use it, we were continuing to fine tune. And what we found was that some of the orders and the data the customers were providing was inconsistent. And it may have required a single touch, one field on one order that needed to be touched, but that was what was hanging it up. So what Dave was really trying to drive towards is that touchless transaction. And one way we could get there, which was unique to their business model, was you know we kind of looked at the you know customer segmentation. We said, okay, you know Skytron has some some third party or some uh, distributors that are more they have a bit more collaboration in how they can order from Skytron. Um, and we you know said, okay, well, what if we gave them a web portal that was consistent in how what fields they selected? Um, and offered a kind of a consistent experience. And what that allowed for lent itself to was then on the back end for Skytron, it was a touchless transaction. Um, so really we're talking about deploying some sort of, you know, e-commerce customer web shop for captive customers to really come online, place their orders where they can then enjoy, you know, for the supplier like Skytron, a touchless ordering experience, but for the customers that are placing the order, they're also never getting any order entry errors as well because it's a, a, a standard uh, process and transaction. Dave, anything you want to add on that piece? Uh, yeah, I think that our rep firms, uh, we used to call them distributors. Now we call them rep firms. The rep firms, we have about 50 of them. Um, they are a little bit more of a captive audience where we can work with each one of them to kind of standardize how orders get processed, right? So we were looking exactly what you said, Nick. We want to uh, try to be consistent with certain fields, one of the most common being the method of shipment. So one rep firm might call it next day air, another rep firm calls it rush, a third rep firm calls it urgent. And each one of those then requires some sort of interpretation by the user to say, okay, well, that means 
this in our database. And we feel that we can create a better experience if we kind of uh, guide them through the process and having that portal will allow us to guide them through the process, have them record exactly the data in the fields that we need them so that when that order is completed, it can be immediately uh, pulled into our ERP system and, uh, and then processed without any touches. Um, the other thing that we see a benefit for that portal would be that there'd be some sort of kind of live interaction that they can experience uh, in real time, the availability of product, the pricing of that product, so they don't have to wait for a confirmation to come to confirm whether or not the product was available for shipment. So all of that can be satisfied through the Esker portal that, that we're working on. Great point, Dave. And, you know, for the customers that want to send in some orders, you know, like those small rural hospitals, we still have that avenue um, as well. So we're just trying to take it to the next level. Yeah. And, and on that end, um, one of the things that we were looking at was that some of our rep firms may look at that and say, well, you're just transferring the data entry from our current platform. Now we have to do all your data entry. So we recognize that may not always be their preference, right? It's, uh, it's important that we standardize, but we give them flexibility. So for those who would prefer to still use a PDF, we are simply asking them to standardize certain fields so that within their own organization, they're consistent with how they're communicating it so that we can use some of Esker's um, auto learning uh, capabilities and teaching capabilities so that we can just teach the field and, and kind of have like a template for each rep that can be utilized. And in that way, we still accomplish the, the uh, one touch or no touch touchless order entry. And uh, we provide them with an alternate solution. Great. Well, that was a, that was a really um, all-encompassing answer from you two. Now, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about, you know, your customer base in general. You know, sometimes, say, Skytron uh, may dictate how that process is going to go. Sometimes our customers can dictate to us how the process is going to go. Now, in your case, you're working with uh, some larger hospitals, hospital systems out there. In those cases, sometimes maybe they will dictate how the process goes. How does Esker help when you maybe are not in control of, of how all of this plays out? Yeah, that's a good question, Scott. So we do have some of the larger organizations that have standardized uh, using an EDI platform and um, GHX has been their preferred uh, EDI channel. And since we weren't set up to do EDI, what we ended up doing was using their web direct portal which then allows us to pull it in as a PDF. And then we just feed that to Esker. And so it's processed right along with our other PDF orders. And in fact, in some ways that's that's been pretty easy to do because when you can have a, a format, kind of a standardized format of how an order comes in, the ones that come in through that portal are pretty consistent with where their data is placed. So it was easy to kind of uh, use the teaching um, aspect of Esker to then have those go through pretty much almost touchless. The only thing that we still struggle with is that same issue about how a customer communicates the shipping method. Understood. So, you know, finally, Nick, well, question will come back to you, you know, not just specific to Skytron here, but are there other benefits you can think of for maybe our listeners here to know? Like I said, even if it's not something specific to Skytron, but just just in general to the conversation that we've had, any other any other benefits that come to mind? 
Yeah, a lot. I mean, I think Dave hit the nail on the head with, you know, he's ultimately he's focused on improving the process for Skytron, but he's also talking about enabling a, an omni-channel ordering strategy, you know, based on customer's preference and how they want to do business and and the kind of the amount of leverage. So I think what Dave hit on is really taps into kind of that customer experience angle of, you know, being easy to do business with across many different channels, whatever that means for each customer. You know, Dave, the original business case that we set out was reducing the reliance on human labor. I think in Dave's case in particular, these are highly educated folks. I mean, you know, we're talking about medical equipment. There's a relatively high ramp up. So anything that we can do to kind of augment those folks um, and alleviate some of the busy work from their lives allows them to focus on the stuff that truly matters, addressing some of those supply chain challenges, enhancing the customer experience, et cetera. And last and finally, I, this is kind of a point from a lot of folks, is that by giving customers self-service tools, maybe the ability to check and self-serve some of these orders themselves, folks are tracking a reduction in the amount of inquiries that are coming into customer service as well. So um, just trying to you know, give customers the tools they need to help answer questions before they become questions is another metric. I think that goes into cost to serve um, that we're hearing a lot of these days. Well, thanks for the conversation today, guys. Thank you to Dave and Nick for being our guests. Uh, if you have any questions or are interested in learning more about e-commerce and touchless order entry, uh, check out the link in the show notes. Uh, and as always, if you're interested in learning more about Esker, you can find us at esker.com. Thanks for tuning in today, and we will talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.